Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome to another episode of Melting Pot, a series of conversations with, as you already know, guests who are totally inspiring and who are also change makers. My guest today is Jay Sharma. Jay, I think, needs no introduction, but I will introduce him anyways. He's a filmmaker and he's also an ad filmmaker. Jay has been involved in several iconic films in the Hindi cinema and he has also directed short films. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today on Melting Pot, Jay. Thank you. Thank you, Payal, first of all. It's so amazing, uh, you know, to be here. Thank you so much for the for the great introduction. I don't know <laughs> if that is true, but <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I get inspired uh, from everyone. I think everybody knows some some things which I don't know. So. Yeah, that's true. And you, you, you will inspire a lot of my listeners as well. By the end of the conversation, I'm quite sure about that. Okay, let's just kick off. Of course, I'm very curious to know you. You've had a transition from Jodhpur to Mumbai, and I would love my listeners and me to hear about how it all began. Okay. <laughs> So basically, it all started in 2004, and uh, I had a video game shop with my uncle, with my chachu in Jodhpur, and I was like, I'm a still a gamer, like I love video games, so I used to play games, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of people used to come there, and I used to work also, like you know, part-time jobs, always keep doing something. Sometimes I was uh, selling handicrafts. Uh, sometime i was selling sim cards you know catering business so whatever was coming in my way i was doing you know gardening or car cleaning or whatever so my sister my elder sister she used to work in umedhon palace and one day when i was in my shop got a call from my sister and she was like there's uh, there are some people from uh, america they are making a film and there's some bana like we call them you know like the elder brother bana 
in Umedhwan Palace. Uh, who would like to talk to you if you want to do this film? They are recruiting for a local assistant, production assistant, you know, these kind of boys. And uh, I was like, okay, let's see. I got excited because when I reached there, there were like so many foreign people and there was this uh, uh, sir, they took my interview and they were like, okay, you need to, you are good in computers and you play a lot of games and all, blah, blah. And then he was like, you, why don't you set up their office, you know? So I was like, okay, up, but... Sorry, set up their office where? For... In, in Umid, for the shoot, like for a production shoot. office. Okay, okay, okay. So whenever we make a film, we have our, you know, whenever, whenever we go for an outdoor shoot, we have to have a like centralized centralized office where you can have a meeting or pre-production things so i was like okay i'll do that and then they were like so uh, we needed photocopiers and fans and you know uh, electric kettles uh, la 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 green tea aisa, aisa, phone sim cards uh, chairs tables so i was handling all that and uh, i set it up nicely somehow so uh, after a week or something the main crew arrived and there was this AD, assistant director, first assistant director. Uh, his name is Raj Acharya. He's like a pretty known, like one of the best in the country. He saw me and he asked me, you would like to be an AD? I didn't know uh, what was he asking. <laughs> like, uh, what is that? He was like the assistant director. And I was like, sir, I don't know. I'm in 12th standard. So I'm finishing my study. I don't know anything about filmmaking. He's like, don't worry. You like, we are starting shoot very soon. And I'll talk to production team. I'll get out, like, I'll get you out from there. And you join me as a PA, personal assistant of a production assistant of my AD team. I was like, okay, what do I have to do? Nothing. I'll give you a walkie and you just come on set and you will understand. So uh, that time my English was also very poor. And, you know, there were like a lot of American people. I reached and uh, that's how it started. Then I started working, started understanding the things how shoot happens, you know, what is a first time when I saw the call sheet, what is a call sheet, then there were junior artists, then I slowly he put me into junior artist department, I used to get them ready, take them to set, do lockups, do sound lockups. So that's how slowly, slowly, like the lead, like base level of filmmaking, which is about sound and junior artists, that's where it all started. Basically. And is it not something that ever came to your mind when you were doing all these, you know, fun odd jobs? It never, so you were not really ever looking at filmmaking. I mean, I was always uh, interested in visuals. I was interested watching in, in, in cartoons, a lot of games, films. Uh, I used to dream about films, but not making films, but there was something inside you know, when I saw Karan Arjun, so in my dream, I was, you know, when two heroes fight together. So I used to have dreams. One hero is Shah Rukh Khan, the other guy is me. <laughs> and you know, when one guy punches, the guy comes to the other hero, he punches again. So I used to be the other guy. So in childhood, I used to have those kind of dreams strangely, but I didn't, I never thought of working on a film film or going into filmmaking because uh, I was very good in studies. Uh, I was prepping uh, for like joining ISRO or something, you know, like science. So I was uh, very good in physics, chemistry. That was my zone. But mm. then this, I used to paint also. I used to play games also. I used to listen to music also. So everything was together in me. And this thing happened, basically. So then what happened after that shoot? 
when they so run down. on that shoot i didn't understand 90% of things i just saw <laughs> i just saw big parties i saw some big actors i saw the the power of a uh, cinema like the power what it has and uh, due to language barrier i couldn't understand what is happening exactly but then i got a you know i got a like i developed a taste for filming i was like this is interesting i should and there was a lot of money as per mm-hmm. that time what i was getting this was almost 10 times more so i after that i started looking for films like you know when i was studying in the college i passed my 12th standard i was in the college in summer time rajasthan is super hot so yeah. uh, there is no work basically but i used to have my video game shop and simultaneously all these odd jobs maybe some designer showroom maybe something other things and in winters i started looking for these okay in this castle or maybe in this palace something is coming someone is coming i became friends with you know all the local people local transporter catering people you know all these people cloth people handicraft people so i used to carry a truck full of properties to a shoot so i became that kind of a guy okay they are shooting in udaipur this guy is from jodhpur our stuff is coming from jodhpur this guy knows this guy let's put him in the truck give him this bilti thing or uh, whatever money thing and get the stuff here uh, you become a production assistant in our film maybe a actor guy maybe a spot boy so that's how i was working and when the film used to get over i go back with this stuff so you essentially were like a <laughs> line producer no 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 no, no. not at all okay like, no okay. no this was so i was traveling with the driver in the in the front <laughs> okay the at night time you know this guy will get our stuff he's a smart guy he can deal with people throughout he'll be on the shoot so he knows and i was excited also to work on films and food was amazing i was trying different kind of food so those things were they were like a draw people. they were like a draw for you you were yeah. attracted to that so getting more and more and more you know uh, towards filmmaking i wanted to understand this whole thing so did yeah. you did you have any formal studying after so after you had this experience in jodhpur and in rajasthan did you then go on to study filmmaking formally or no. put, you didn't okay i just landed on sets i <laughs> okay. what i learned i learned on set in the war straight Yeah. I didn't know anything when I started I did lockups so I understand the I understood the value of sound hmm. then I understood what are extra junior artists because of them one scene becomes good or bad they can uh, screw any scene so that's how my film making my film school was uh, you know said it was happening so when I worked with Wes Anderson on Darjeeling Limited that was the key thing which happened to me that's where Uh, i had the most amount of understanding i was 3 4 films down i was slightly experienced i could watch these actors closely because we were in a train set so and how the camera is traveling how these things are made how the the grip works how the lighting works so all these things uh, i was checking with the key grip and the lighting people so that's how i was learning working and learning together yeah which i think is also a very good practical learning is probably better than you know learning through like okay there may be it may be in a more systematic way but when you get thrown into a situation then i think your learning becomes a lot more hands on 
Yeah. And you're able to see all those little details, which otherwise you may miss out on. So yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's you a You can learn to take 20 shots in a film school, but there's a point when sun is setting and you have only one minute. Which shot will you take out of those 20? Yeah. That's learning, I think. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. When did you move to Mumbai? I'm assuming you did move to Mumbai, right? I did. Like I, uh, Once I did Darjeeling Limited, I wanted to come to Bombay so badly, but I had to finish my college. I was in my last year, third year, and I dropped out from science. I couldn't you know, carry it forward because of a family situation. And my brother was studying engineering. My sister was studying something. So I had to drop science and I became an art student in Rajasthan. I never went to college, basically, just for the exams. Eight, nine days I used to go. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, because art college is Rajasthan is basically uh, gangs are fighting. Hmm. You know, hmm. that's it. So okay. I was like, no, no, that's my, my game shop is much better than that. Then I came to Bombay. We made a plan after Darjeeling Limited. I met a very, very good friend. My One of my gurus, his name is Krishna Pratap Singh. Because of him, I think I am here. He was from Jaipur. I was from Jodhpur. We met on a German film and briefly worked on Darjeeling Limited. And then one day, we just decided after the film got over, we both were like a uh, dejected kind of a situation. You know, it's a withdrawal. Always a withdrawal. Well, it's it's yeah, over. Yeah. You get into this uh, lump of emotion. So uh, we were like, let's go to Bombay, man. He's like, when? I was like, next week. Let's go. Like, okay. You come to Jaipur or I'm chalte. So I was like, okay. So then we just made a plan, got our tickets to and fro both ways for a month. We thought we'll go to Bombay and see what's there. Like we'll just walk around or meet people. There were a lot of people who were calling us. You guys should come to Bombay. You are smarter and you understand. Try there. Something might happen. So we're like, okay, let's go. We didn't have a uh, two seats in, in train, in the train which we were traveling. So we came in a RAC kind of a zone where half seat is his and half is mine. Hmm. And there was one more person who came, who requested, okay, I'm going to Bombay. So we were three people. That's how we traveled. I traveled first time to Bombay. Three people on one seat. And it, it was 2008, I think June, Bohiwali. Okay. Next day we were like, we reached. I never seen uh, so many girls in my life together. When we reached the Bodhiwali station, there was this ladies compartment and around 250, 300 girls. Like, you know, it was like a clockwork. When I went out, there was a lot of traffic. So yeah, that was Bombay intro for me. That was the introduction. So then you, obviously, when you arrived in Bombay, an unknown city for you, a city of dreams as they, they refer to Mumbai. How did you get into making ad films because I think from what I understand people who get into direction or basically behind the camera invariably ad filmmakers before they are able to transition into cinema I could be wrong but that's my hypothesis. In my case uh, uh, you are absolutely wrong sorry okay yeah <laughs> because uh, I was a film guy yeah. No, basically nothing happened when I came to Bombay first time. Nothing happened. 30 days I was, I traveled Bombay on my foot uh, walking because we had no money. And uh, so, uh, and we met people, we called uh, whoever we could. We were, we stayed in a dormitory with 30 people in Bhairambagh. There's a crazy local area with, you know, 
amazing stories with six bathrooms and 30 bunk beds. Everyday people are changing. Rains. Uh, first time I saw Bombay rain. I came as a Rajasthani boy with my leather shoes and with, you know, all those things. But those things, nothing worked here, you know. We just used to, me and KP, we used to just travel. And there are very few people who met us. We, like, first night in Bombay, we stayed with a Bharat, like, with a full-on UP Bharat. In some Goregaon East, there was this, some lodge. I don't remember the name. So it was, uh, we didn't know what is happening to us, basically. Mm. It was going, uh, it was too hardcore. And so then uh, how long between then and you landing your first job? We came with eight, nine thousand rupees. And after a point on my, so we have rationed it because since we were doing production, we knew how to spend, how this money will last for 30 days. So we made a breakdown for that. Okay, this much we should eat and that. Second last day in Bombay, we got a call for Sarkar Raj. There was this film, Ram Gopal Varma's. They are looking for some people uh, as a production assistant. So me and KP went. We met the first AD. His name is Samir Sadwani. And he told us there's only uh, one job. You are two guys, but I can't give you both. So only one job we have. And uh, on the same, uh, same moment, me and KP, we decided, okay, KP should do it and I should go back. So uh, we, we cancelled uh, KP's ticket, whatever money, we got it back. And then I came back to Jodhpur because I, whatever I saved, I spent. So were you and disappointed? Were you disappointed? I was crying. I was wasted. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, it was very bad. Those six months, I think they were the worst Till now, they are the worst months of my life because I didn't know what's going to happen to me. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payal, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. I left my studies and I became an art person. I don't know what to do. Should I go into computer? And then like it's, it was very unclear everything. And it was summers also, July, you know. So three, four months I spent crying, depressed. Then this winters came, one more Disney film was coming to shoot. And somehow I got a part in that. I was the again production boy. So I started working again, saved some money. It was in Udaipur. And when the film got over, my producer asked me, uh, what do you want to do now, Jay? I was like, I want to go to Bombay. I don't want to go to Jodhpur. I don't want to go home. Uh, can I go to Bombay? He was like, of course. So they booked me a ticket. And uh, by that time, KP, my other friend, he was he finished Sarkar Raj. And he joined Delhi 6, Rakesh Mehraj. Okay. So I reached Bombay and uh, I met KP. Again, I had no place to go. Stayed with a friend somewhere. And uh, spend uh, 20, 25 more days trying to get some work. And then KP asked me, okay, there's a job in Delhi 6 for a PA. Will you do that? I was like, 100% man, whatever, I have to work. And uh, then me and KP, I started working on that film. Me and KP, we got a room. So we got a flat uh, with uh, seven people in Andheri. So it, it was slightly better than last time. It was 2009. Then uh, we started working on Delhi 6 and uh, for food, we used to go to Thane to his sister's place because we, we used to get good food over there. So Thane to Bandra, that was our everyday route, you know, mm-hmm. four or five hours of traveling and uh, working. 
yeah, yeah. after that uh, i didn't stop basically after, after delhi six happened i came into a rhythm then three idiots happened i used to try call people message mail whatever you know i bought a second hand laptop uh, from a friend so that's why slowly i wanted to know more learn more good do good stuff basically so that's how uh, it happened so that is when people say you know that there is always a struggle for so this was your struggle before you really had the breakthrough i'm still struggling only everybody is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's a different kind of struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I correct, think correct. there is a difference between the struggle then and the struggle now. You know, those days, those days actually they taught me a lot. Those those were the that's filmmaking when you connect. You know, a good film will always connect. If it's not like you know, if the film doesn't connect with you, it's not a good film. Not a good made by not a good director. So that connection with the emotion, or you know, dark, deep. you when you see something you know what that person is going to think of you or something you know so those days i think that was the big school for me when you have nothing and i lost my one of my best friend also that time so very twisted tight uh, that was the hardcore training for me like bombay was preparing me for itself basically hmm yeah and and then you moved on to so you said that for you the films um happened before you started making ad films so uh were you or are you directing ad films are you i directed some i directed okay. some uh, i made some films i still do but more or less i like films more i am a long format person basically okay. i like uh, short films film ad films i'm like i mostly do first ad job on that or maybe direct second unit some kind of because that's a completely different industry only ads are completely different okay okay everybody has their own way of uh, making way you know like there are some ad filmmakers who turn film directors and i'm going the other way basically i'm i'm doing long format basically then when three idiots happened uh, that was also very interesting uh, story I met this guy in my first uh, visit to Bombay when I wiped the first AD on Aladdin. After two years, he is doing three years, and so then their second AD. I wanted to become a second AD that time, so I I did PA, trainee AD, third AD, clapper, second second AD, and now I want to become a second AD. And three years is the film. Their second AD, he left job like absurdly, some like just a few days before shoot. So they wanted someone, and uh, nobody was free. So and i happened to send him a mail i'm looking for a job this that i met you that time and then he called me when i and then he was like have you done it before the second ad job i was like no so how will you do it i was like you tell me i'll do it and i'll do it uh, amazingly just tell me uh, once i'm a very fast learner and i think he liked that then i met raju sir and raju sir also liked that and then that's how three bits like they they knew i don't know anything about what i'm going to do next <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's your confidence because despite the fact that you went through a low and i'm sure at that time you must have really really like you yourself mentioned that you were depressed and unhappy 
but you had a sense of self and you inherently are, I'm assuming, a confident person, which is why you had this positive attitude and said, fine, I mean, I don't know, but I will learn and I will do it and I'll do it amazing, amazingly well, which I think is, is a huge step ahead and but I had no other option also I didn't want I didn't want to go back go to back. yeah correct I, correct. I wanted to be here so I had to uh, more than confidence also it was like uh, try to learn learn something more what I don't know you teach me more and I'll do the work you know it's like a to and fro kind of a thing Adan Pradhan right and then uh, you just grow you grow uh, yourself like that through that yeah. kind of learning yeah that's interesting Okay, so short films. It may have been a couple of days ago that I watched, and I'm not sure if this is your first short film as a director or you've done short films before, but I found the premise very, very interesting. It took me a few minutes to really understand where the story was going. Um, the name of the short film is Gadhero, and maybe you can explain uh, to the listeners a lot better than I can as to one, what is the meaning of Gadhero and what is the premise of this film? What was the message that you were trying to send out through the film? Hmm. So Gadhero means, literal word Gadhero is donkey. But, In what uh, language is that? that because that's Rajasthani, not- Rajasthani, Gujarati, okay. Marwadi, they call like Gadhero, yeah. So, okay. So basically, we like our teachers and everyone, a lot of people used to tell me, you know, like everybody says, oh, you are a donkey man, what the, what the hell, you know, Gadero, school me, idhar, udhar. So literal meaning, it's a donkey, but if you go metaphorically, it's like a person who doesn't understand or who doesn't listen, like, you know, dheet admi, whatever you can say, like there's so many meanings to it. So basically what happened when I started, uh, three years I completed, then I went like suddenly I was venturing into Excel Entertainment. I was working with Zoya Akhtar and uh, you know on Zindagi Na Miligi Dobara her short film and all that. So all these uh, my like directors they influenced me in a very good way. You know, he, everybody works with friends, people they know, they have fun. It's like a it's like a picnic. You know, the work is so amazing that you don't realize you're working. So uh, by the time I was finishing Dil Dharakne Do, I wanted to make something. I thought I should now, I should do something. And there's one of, one more guru I have, Chandan Rai Sanyal. He's, a, he's acting in my film also, Gadero. He's playing Matsa. So Chandan and me, we used to uh, write stuff together, discuss, watch films, a lot of international films. And he wanted to make his film. And I uh, uh, co-produced, assisted him. So that's how slowly, slowly I was learning I was getting people together. I was doing a producer's job on a very small scale. And uh, I was seeing him, how he directing or... So that's how slowly, slowly Ghadero was... I wanted to make something. I didn't know what. And then in 2017, I went to Jodhpur. And there's a very small shop, Rajasthani Granthagar, where you get all those low, like, you know, very focused, uh, focused kind of books, Rajasthani books. So I found this uh, book of uh, short stories. And there was four line story in that called Ghadero, which when I read it, I remembered it because in my school days, 
one of my teacher they told this to us the same story so uh, is it like a folklore or is it is it something that actually happened no 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 it's a folktale it's a folktale okay. it's more like an example basically yeah yeah so, so uh, the teacher who told us the story that's chandan is playing his character only basically okay <laughs> it was also always in whites and was his specs was with this broken specs always in those flip flops one cycle so then i was like okay this character is fine then dhobi also so all these characters i have from my childhood they are real people and i just told them okay this is the zone this is the zone this is the zone. and then i went into started making this i wrote the script i i got some friends together you know like really close friends tight crew and i told them we'll go home we'll have fun for a week and we'll come back with the film everybody was like okay let's go <laughs> so i got my sound guy and 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 since i was produ- other producing other short films so i was uh, working with them already you know right some, sometimes i used to call them okay this this work go do it for two days and this is the job so there was a nice repo in between us all actors got excited since i worked with chandan on his first film i asked him please do this so lot of favor vikrant was also doing mirzapur i was like please do this bro because chandan vikrant made a film together i was also there called 35 mm so that's how our collaboration was happening and it all happened like that very interesting yeah and i guess sometimes the best happens when you're least expecting it and when you don't you're yeah. not pushing for something and it just happens organically i think that's the best way for but gadero i was super prepared for gadero because these were these actors were good actors and their dates i can't do injustice to these like this that, that's my responsibility if i'm asking vikrant and chandan and akash and tripti for their three days you know it's technically it's 12 days wo mehnat yeah. i can't waste that so i was prepping very hard i prepped alone for three months on the film then me and my other producer my brother one more friend jeet sorap we went to jodhpur then we prepped more so whatever i learned in last 10 years 12 years i was applying on this whether it's production i was the producer also of the film i was the costume designer also production design also so i was applying whatever i knew and i didn't want to go wrong at any other place i wrote the film also i wrote the dialogues to arranging clothes like all clothes are real it's they are not stitched they are from real people so that's why it looks very real everything is very authentic in the film very authentic yeah correct i shot the film in a friend's village he's like right. a thakur of that village that's how i made this film like a super prep crew of 10 12 people and a hardcore actors with my father my father was also there so he also uh, landed up doing a role in the film of a small cameo Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's the man who raises hand to Marsha. So, uh, right. So me, then my Jodhpur friends, childhood friends, they came along. Then this Bombay gang came along. Everyone came along, and I knew, okay, this is something gonna happen. I don't know what, but something good will happen out of it because everybody was happy for three four days when we shot the film yeah no. excellent yeah that's that's great where is gadhero going from here is it something that you've thought about in terms of film festivals for short films or what is going to be the journey of gadhero because it's a very interesting premise and obviously i was quite 
riveted when I started <laughs> watching. I'm a quite a visual guy, and I watch a lot of like I've played a lot of video games. You know, those are they have a strange kind of animes. You know, animation. Yes. Jackies, you can see they have a very strange kind of visual presence in them. That's comedy. Like you know, the 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 way people come in your frame and go out of a, of your frame also. That's comedy. That's like Charlie Chaplin. You know. Whenever yeah. you fall out, you go out of frame. It's funny. Yeah. So, Ghadero's journey has happened. Actually, it went to 14 festivals. It won in Rajasthan. Vikrant won Best Actor in Rajasthan. It went to New York, Stuttgart. It went to Lisbon. So it went to a lot of festivals out there. Dharamshala, Kerala, and I. I was traveling. Like I traveled to some festival where whenever I was free. And after that uh, festival run. I sold this film to large short films. Okay, 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 and that's how it's, it's available. That's yeah. how it's now on YouTube. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's how I like to work. I make my films with friends, and then I try to go to some. I try to send it to some. There are two more films which are into festival circuit right now. So, and then I try to sell them, oh. or maybe if someone is interested, you know, to buy it or. Okay. So, what about a feature? When is that going to happen? Are you working towards it? Is it? I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> It's a long time. Uh, trying, just trying, like you know, getting some pitches ready, some uh, scripts ready. There are some series ideas also. Uh, scripts are also being written. So it's ongoing. Matter of, yeah. Matter of time. Yeah. But I don't. I don't want to stop making films. You know, feature yeah. is a bigger game. Short films are smarter, shorter. And very, very, uh, like you know, very truthful mm. because short film industry is not owned by any studio or corporate. You know, it's a very uh, organic world in India right now. But Otherwise, does it make money? Does it make money? Ah, uh, no. It doesn't. Right. No. Okay. No, so if you're going for money, I don't think uh, you should make films. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. My, yeah. Like money, or maybe if you make good tea also. Or you make good masala, also you earn a lot of money. But films are, I think, it's a creative process. Yeah, 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 it's, it's yeah. A... yeah, completely. Okay, so what? There will be a lot of listeners who are probably young, aspiring filmmakers or struggling filmmakers. What advice would you give them? Because your journey has been quite. Interesting, and you've also had your struggles, and um, so you've seen it. You've been there, seen it, yeah. experienced it. So, what kind of an advice would you give your give young aspiring filmmakers? I think just make, just aim for something, make a goal, keep working, keep your head down, mouth shut, keep working, keep learning, and you will know what you want to do. Please don't think. I want to do this. I want to direct this. That's not how it happened for me. As per my experience, I might be wrong, but as per my experience, I think just look somewhere. You know, just aim somewhere and move towards it. That journey will guide you. How will you reach? But you need to have that focal point in your memory, or maybe on a. I would suggest every filmmaker in the world to buy a whiteboard or a blackboard, whatever board. Start putting dates. Look at them every day. You have to have these guidelines or deadlines to your dreams, basically. Then I think it's then you you work backwards and it's faster. So you need to give those exams and 
self cultivation self schooling self study all those things are i think the most key important practice riyaz all that watch lot of films watch whatever read whatever and just become a good film then you'll make a good excellent on that note i'm sure this is going to be like a really solid piece of advice for all those who want to move in this direction thank you so much jay it's just been such an enjoyable chat for me as well i've learned obviously you hear about these things but actually to listen to a first hand experience it does make a difference so thank you so much and you've been really open and oh. because <laughs> of you like these are very what i can say very very uh, close very close days they are very uh, vulnerable days of my life so it's like open fire i <laughs> very few times i touch these emotions i am again into that because of you thank you so much for that i am going to write something i think <laughs> thank you man thank you i hope i was not boring no not at all not at all i mean i could have carried on but i guess there needs to be a time limit so. <laughs> we can do more sessions yeah i am on <laughs> okay super i'll take you on that thank you okay. so much thank, thank you. you so much man Jay has been so honest. I feel he speaks straight from the heart. The best learning is when it is hands-on, and Jay's experiences over the years being assistant to, whether in production or direction, is what will give him an edge long term. Do check out his short Gadhero. I absolutely loved it. Hope you've enjoyed Jay's story and there has been a good takeaway for listeners who are aspiring film directors. Until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.